Jesus, we're going to thank you, Johnson, for this song. Yes. We're going to continue with our devotional service this morning here. Uh, a charge to keep our hell. Yes, Lord. And God yes. is glorified. Yes. Who gave his son my soul to save yes, for the sky. Thank you. To serve his present age, my yes. calling to fulfill. Yes. So, oh, may it all my cause engage to do my master's yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It's
27. Thank you. On June the 2nd. Yeah. It was on the Thursday. My God. Yeah. Somebody touch it. Yeah. Amen, amen, amen. And my life has never been the same. Amen. Because it touched my God. Oh, no.
Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for our early rising, Lord God. We thank you for all the things you have done, Lord God, and all the things you're doing. We also thank you for the things you haven't done, Lord God. Because we could have been wiped out a long time ago. But you gave your mercy, your grace and mercy, Lord, to keep us another day. Lord God, I just want to say thank you for the ones that's in the hospital, Lord God. Ones that's in nursery homes, Lord God. On the streets, Lord God. In their homes, Lord God. Lord God, we pray, Lord God, for each and every last one of them, Lord God. Lord God, we send a special prayer out, Lord God, for Reverend Dr. Jenkins, Lord God. Continue to watch over him. Continue to keep your angels on In the name of Jesus, Lord God. We also pray, Lord God, for uh, Brother Brother Owens, Lord God, or should I say, Lord God, uh, they call him Fry, Lord God. He, 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 he prays, passed away. We pray for his family, Lord God, what I'm trying to say. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. Lord God, keep us strong. We pray for our pastor, Lord God, the leader of this church, Lord God. Lord God, in the leadership, Lord God. And each and every last one of you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen.
which is convenient, is in your program, which will be Thursday, May 26th, Friday, May 27th, the times are there, and Saturday, May 28th, amen? And we will be asked to encourage you all to take part in that. So don't get on the phone line for Bible study this week, because we're going to be observing Vincent Deacon Union this week, amen? Amen. Amen. Pastor Ray, on, on point today, I'm on in the program, y'all, I was here last week, but I'm here today. Amen. Thank God for it. So log in for the Zoom and dialing numbers are there also, okay? Mental Health Awareness Month and, and the Mental Health Program each May and has been observed every year since 1949. I'm doing this because it's very important. The purpose of Mental Health Month is to help eliminate the stigma associated with mental illness by raising awareness of mental health conditions and those who have them. There's no, no reason to be upset about it. You ought to be going to get some therapy every now and again before you need some therapy. Amen. 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 Find you a Christian therapist and go that way if that's what you need to do. Yeah. I'm a living witness. It helps to have something to talk with that can distinguish and dissect what you think you're going might be just going through. God will use that person to help you. There's nothing wrong with it. Amen. Amen. And then for those that have it, there's no reason to have a stigma against them. This is a good thing. The green ribbon is the international symbol for Mental Health Awareness uh, Month. Okay? Wear a green ribbon to show colleagues, loved ones. It's simple. Simply those you walk past that you care about their mental illness. Amen? Yeah. Amen. We have, uh, let's see here. We got Sister Angela Brown that's in Atlanta with her mother. Okay? A daughter, I'm sorry. Look, her mother killed me. Uh, her daughter, she's visiting with her daughter. Her daughter uh, uh, needs some attention. She's ill. So, but God is still in the blessing business, right? Amen. Amen. Okay, has yet run out of miracles, and we know by His stripes we are healed. Amen. She is on the man. But mommy going to take care of daughter. Mm -hmm. You know how know, If you have mommy, ain't no nothing like having mommy around. Amen. 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 So remember her. We're going to continue to pray for our sister Flora Owens and the Owens family. She lost her husband, uh, passed away. The funeral arrangements will be forthcoming, and we'll keep everybody informed of that. Amen? Amen. 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 You're going to need all of us need to remember in the midst of, hey, in life we are in the midst of death. Okay? Today might be summer's day, but tomorrow just can be yours. What you're putting off with God to do for God, tomorrow you need to be doing it right now. Amen. Okay? He said we're in the last every day. We in this dispensation, yeah. this time, last evil day, things that happen a lot quicker. Things can happen unexpectedly. Amen? Amen. No one's promised tomorrow. Only thing you can live this life, you can live and be happy because because he lives, you can face tomorrow. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Keep our Reverend Dr. Jenkins in our prayers. There's a praise report. He is getting good results on his test. And going to treatment, we know that can make you feel sick all by itself. It wasn't his desire. I spoke to him a couple times this week, but it was his desire to be here today. But we need to just continue to pray for him, right? Yeah. And continue to pray for his wife. She's here today, uh, Lady Jenkins, that she can to have the strength she needs to, to minister to him. Amen. Amen. I really miss him when he is not here. Amen? Now, I think I covered everybody. Okay, let's all the visitors. All the visitors that work with, even if you're not the first time in the sanctuary, just go ahead and stand up because this is family and friends. Go ahead and stand up, please, so I can recognize you. Oh,
Amen. That's a blessing. I want you to know it's a blessing to have you in the sanctuary this morning. Uh, uh, we could have uh, been anywhere else in so many other churches that we could have uh, went to, but we thank God for you that you took time to come into this good ground. I want you to know it's not by coincidence just because you saw a fly or someone invited you, but you came here on assignment. God, nothing happens by coincidence with a child of God. And God has ordained it. And he, because you are here, you are on good ground. Okay, it's a praying church. Stuff happens. People are coming here. Once they come in, one way they don't never leave out the same way. Amen. This is a place where the word of God is powerful and our worship is passionate. So we know that this is a praying church. We know God will bless each and every one of you. Amen? Amen. We love you. I'm not going to make everybody say something. That takes a little while, but we love you. After church, we're going to get together and have a good time, old-fashioned church picnic. Amen? Amen. Amen. I love you. Glad that you came today. Churches, everybody give them a hand for coming out. Today. <laughs> Amen. It's offering time. Now, we can do an offering a little bit better. Yeah, we can do a little bit different. Praise We can do a little bit uh, different today. Uh, Warren, start pushing your camera. Then deacons, come on down here. We usually have uh, uh, an individual go around and, and take an offering, but we want you to stand up. And you'll see you sitting there before. You just stand up. You're gonna face the middle of the, of the church and the pew that you're in, and start from the last row that someone is in. And you're gonna walk towards the front of the church. Come on, Warren, come this way. You can walk. Either pick your side and then turn the camera, keep the camera back up that way, buddy. You need to come further. Deacons go further behind him. Warren, come back far for, towards me. Towards me, Warren. Don't worry about the camera. Just come towards us. Back yourself up towards Deacon Furlow and Sister Furlow. Back you. Put your back towards Deacon Furlow. Okay. Keep the camera along. Just take the table. Okay. There you go. Okay. Amen. So when you go walk around, the deacon's gonna uh, the deacon's gonna go and they're gonna stay right where they're at, and you're gonna put that offering in that pan after that blessed offering, right? You go walk around and then you can go around the other side of the church and go right back in the spot you were in your pew. Amen? Amen. Amen. That's to give you a little bit, you gotta make this a little bit more interactive. You gotta get involved. You're sitting there too long. And you can, while you walk by somebody, smile at them. Tell them you love them. Amen? Amen. Amen. Smile. Amen. 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 Let us bless this offering in advance. Oh, yeah. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for all things great and all things small. Life, health, and strength. Right now, Lord. Father God, right now, we ask you to bless this offering that your people are to walk and bring it to you. Father God, you know where each of us are financially, mentally, and spiritually. Father God, we're not all what we want to be and we all should be. But we know that, Father God, that you are a blessing God. Right Father God, so that we're going to call those things or not as if they are, and we're going to walk by faith and not by sight. Yeah. Father God, bless your people what they're about to give unto you. Father God, do just what you said you would do in your word. You said you would open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that they cannot receive. You also said that you would rebuke the devour for their sake. So Father God, control stuff from happening while your people are trying to recover in your name. Let this offering, Father God, be used for the betterment and upbuilding in your kingdom. Yes. And when given days are over, save us a place anywhere in your kingdom yes, will be Lord. just 
all right with us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Stand up, church. Choir gives some music. Stand up, church. Get the last row in the back. Come towards the front.
Let us your name in all the earth. Father God, once again, it's another time we stand and proclaim your holy word behind this sacred place. 
Father God, we bow humbly in awe of your presence. Yeah. We realize that our very being is in you and through you. And without you, we can do nothing. Yeah. So that's why, Father God, we ask that you allow your Holy Spirit to stay here. Sit with us, dine with us, and exhibit this perfect teaching and preaching ministry. Father God, anoint our mind afresh. Draw back the draperies of misunderstanding. Make this word plain enough so that a child can understand. We are unable to understand this by ourselves. But we ask you to allow your Holy Spirit, Father God, to reveal itself unto us. Speak to our hearts. So each and every one of us by name. We are designers original. You made us. You know the amount of hairs on our head. You know what we need from this word. Let this be a rima word, tailor-made, fit for the circumstance and situation that your people are going through at this present time. Father God, whatever's accomplished in this city, we'll be thankful to give you all the honor. Very careful. All the honor, the praise, and the glory. Speak, Lord, for your people hear it. The Old Testament book of Joshua, chapter 24, commencing at verse 1. <clears throat> and Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and called for the elders of Israel and for their heads and for their judges and for their officers. And they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said unto all the people, Thus said the Lord God of Israel, Your fathers dwelt on the other side of the flood in old time. Even Terah, the father of Abraham, and the father of Nashor, they served other gods. And I took your father Abraham from the other side of the flood and led him throughout all the land of Canaan and multiplied his seed and gave him Isaac. And I gave unto Isaac, Jacob, and Esau. And I gave unto Esau, Mount Zaire, to possess it. But Jacob and his children went down into Egypt. I sent Moses also and Aaron, and I plagued Egypt, according to that which I did among them. And afterward, I brought you out. And I brought your fathers out of Egypt, and ye came unto the sea. And the Egyptians pursued after your fathers with chariots and horsemen unto the Red Sea. Y'all still with me in the Jerusalem? Amen. And when they cried unto the Lord, he put darkness between you and the Egyptians and brought the sea upon them and covered them. And your eyes have seen what I have done in Egypt. And he dwelt in the wilderness a long season. And I brought you into the land of the Amorites, which dwelt on the other side, Jordan. And they fought with you. And I gave them into your hand, that ye might possess their land. And I destroyed them from before you. Then Balak, 
the son of Zippor, king of Moab, arose and warred against Israel and sent and called Balaam, the son of Beor, to curse you. But I will not hearken unto Balaam. Therefore, he bless you still. Have mercy, Lord. Amen. So I delivered you out of his hand. And he went over Jordan and came unto Jericho. And the men of Jericho fought against you. The Amorites and the Perizzites and the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Gigashites and the Hittites and the Jebusites. And I delivered them into your hand. And I sent a hornet before you, which drove them out from before you, even the two kings of the Amorites, but not with thy sword, nor with thy bow. And I have given you a land for which ye did not labor. Y'all with me to Jerusalem? And cities which ye built not, and ye dwell in them. Of the vineyards and olive yards which ye planted not, do ye eat. Mm -hmm. Now, therefore, fear the Lord, yes. and serve him in sincerity and in truth, yes. and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood, and in Egypt, and serve ye the Lord. Well, well, well. And if it seemed evil unto you to serve the Lord, Choose you this day whom ye will serve. Whether the gods which your fathers served that were in the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house. But as for me and my house. We will serve the Lord. Yes, and we know that God's word is already blessed. Yes, yeah. I'd like to put a tag on this text on the family and friends day. As for me yeah. and my house. Yeah. As for me and my house. Yeah. Let me take your seats in the presence of the Lord. As for me and my house. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In his description of the French Revolution, Charles Dickens, an English author and novelist, wrote a book entitled A Tale of Two Cities. The opening lines of that book has become a famous quote, which describes for us this morning. The situation in which Israel found herself. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was an age of wisdom. It was an age of foolishness. It was the epoch of belief. It was the epoch of incredulity. It was the season of light. It was also the season of darkness. It was the spring of hope. Yeah. It was the winter of despair. We had everything before us. We had nothing before us. We were all going directly to heaven. And we were all going directly the other way. 
That described the French Revolution in the days of Charles Dickens, which gathers up for us, New Jerusalem, what Israel looked like on the other side of the Jordan. God had been good to them. God had kept them and kept his promise for them through Abraham. So Joshua now gathers the children of Israel in a kind of valedictory. And he brings them to the valley of Shechem. Shechem Valley is regnant with Israel's past and pregnant with Israel's future. Because it is in the valley of Shechem that Abraham built an altar. In the valley of Shechem is Jacob's well. In the valley of Shechem is where Joseph's bones have been entombed. And it's in the valley that has the residue of Israel's life. The memory of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob coalesced congealed in the valley of Shechem. And Joshua takes them to this valley that's full of memories. This valley that is regal with their past. To rehearse in their hearing how God had been good to her. God brought them out of Egypt. Can I get a Bible reading here? He brought them through the wilderness. God fed them when they were hungry. When they got thirsty, God gave them sweet water to drink. Their sandals would not wear out. They had on the same clothes for 40 years. God preserved them. God provided for them. God with an outstretched arm and a strong hand delivered them to the promised land. And Joshua says, now you're about to come to houses that you did not build. Vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. Wells that you have not dug. And as good as God has been to Israel, New Jerusalem, it is in that moment, this moment, that is most dangerous for them. Because when you start to enjoy God's blessings, walk with pastor, it is in the moment, in that moment, that you are tempted to forget who brought you out. Now that's a word not only for Israel, but that's a word for New Jerusalem this morning. The day is when God starts to shower us with blessings, enlarging this ministry, enlarging our finances, enlarging the membership. Y'all with me? Blessing our families. When we start moving into new suburbs, that's right, because you're in this house, you're going to become blessed and you don't feel you are. You will be blessed. And beautiful houses and good jobs and two cars in the garage, children in private schools, money in the bank. It's at that time that we get distracted. All right, all right now. And if you don't feel God, if you do not feel God, those distractions will become fatal attractions and distractions to your testimony. I wish I had time to talk about all those fatal attractions. But Joshua begins by calling them to a time of contemplation. A time of contemplation. He wants them to remember who they are, where they came from, and what the Lord has done for them. He wants them, first of all, 
to, here we go, listen, this is the first one thing you want them to do. Contemplate God's power in their lives. Uh -huh. Contemplate God's power in their lives. They were in Egypt that was flooded with gods. Fertility gods. Gods for the weather. Gods for vegetation. Gods for sex. Cultic gods. There were gods of war. There were gods of the sea. There were gods of the land. Egypt was filled with gods. And then the real God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob comes to deliver his people out of Pharaoh's hand. Every last one of those plagues can pass the teaching. In Egypt was our God answering to Egypt's gods. God showed up every Egyptian God in those plagues. And the last plague was the firstborn would be put to death. Y'all with me? But the Egyptians had a God, a Lord over death, but he could not raise their firstborn. God told the children of Israel, put some blood. The blood of a lamb without spot or without blemish on the doorposts and on the lintels. And when the death angel will pass over, he will pass over every house that has the threefold blood mark. Exemption will then occur because the God of Israel is Lord over the gods of Egypt. When the death angel passed over every house that was covered by the blood, nobody died. Last night, when the death angel flew over South Florida, your name could have been added to the ledger. But you were covered by the blood. It had nothing to do with your pedigree. had nothing to do with your background. nothing to do with how smart you are. It has to do with the power of the living God. You need to learn when to shout and get excited in the church. Can I say that again? You woke up this morning not because you look so good, or you think so good, or you got a good job. If it had not been for the Lord on your side, Your bag would have been your cooling board this morning. Yes, yes, yes. God kept angels, Lady Jenkins, watching over us. All day, all night long. He had angels watching over us. Not by your strength. Not by my might or yours might, but by the power of God. Yeah. God said, I brought you out with an up, up, outstretched arm and a mighty hand. Yeah. Yeah. I protected you from the Amorites, the Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Canaanites. It was me. When the Egyptians got close to you, I put a cloud in between the both of you. Yeah. It was dark on one side and light on the other side. When you got scared at the Red Sea, I was the one who blew with my nostrils and opened up six miles of sea, and you crossed over on dry ground. Yeah. Not only has God been good to Israel, but God's been good to us through Jerusalem. When the man had his foot on your neck, when you couldn't pay your bills, when you didn't know.
way to turn. When you thought you'd never stop crying, God said, I showed up for you. You see, when God starts to bless you, it's easy to forget who brings you out. That it was his choice and it's his call on your life. You did not choose God as you think you did. He chose you. It's not because we were so holy. It's not because we kept all of the Lord's commandments so close to our heart. It's the mercy of God that we have not been consumed. And those mercies held somebody I knew every morning. It's not that Israel was better than the other nations. Israel was smaller than the Canaanites. They were not as mighty as the Jebusites. God just chose them. Oh, can I get, can I bring it home to you? Yeah. On family and friends day, Sister Thomas? Yeah. And in your family, God skipped over some people to bless you. Yeah. It's not that you were better than them, because you, you all were raised by the same mother and father in the same house with the same, some of you with the same last name. Hallelujah. But God chose who he raises up yeah. and who he lets go down. Don't you get stuck on yourself. Don't you get stuck on yourself for one minute. Because God will let you go down and raise up the people you think are nothing. That's why you should thank God every chance you get. For his goodness. Thank God for his mercy. Because he looks beyond our faults. And sees us and meets us at our needs. Thank you, Lord. I understand, Sister Morrison, when this great church, Lady Jenkins, was looking for a pastor, Reverend Jenkins, there were 18 candidates, I was told, including Warren Clark. Many who are more experienced, more educated, more tall, dark, and handsome, better connected than me. But God looked past all of them and chose me. It had nothing to do with my aptitude, who I was connected to, how good or not. Because man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. You think pastor's not in the book? I'm in the book. Y'all know I'm in the book, right? When Samuel went to Jesse's house, Jesse called all of his older boys out. All his stronger, more handsome boys out. When Samuel got ready to pour the oil of the anointed, it would not run out, Reverend Lyle, because the anointed one was not there. Oh, oh. But when David showed up, Samuel poured and the oil ran all down David's clothes because he was God's chosen anointed. I don't know why God picks who he picks. I don't know why he chose Israel over Africa. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But God. Oh my God. But God. Yeah. Help me preach it, God said, contemplate God's power in your life. Yeah. And then, here we go, hey, then, contemplate God's presence in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Hear me families? Yeah. Contemplate God's presence in your life. Yeah. Yeah. 
When they got hungry, God fed them. When they got tired, God gave them succor, rested them. When they got thirsty, God gave them water to drink. When they could not know their way, God showed up in a Shekinah cloud, the pillar of fire by night and the pillar of cloud by day. It was dark on either side, but light on the children of Israel's side. Y'all with me? When you belong to the Lord, he promises his presence. Watch me, church. Help me, Holy Ghost. When you've been by yourself thinking about how you are going to handle your crazy, whack situation and it stressed you out to the point that you could not hardly move, it is then that God shows up and showed up to give you an answer to your problem. Let me rephrase that. Can I retract that? Not necessarily showed up to give your answer to your problem. But God shows up himself. That even if the situation did not work out, you still had his presence. God will not always move the sickness. God will not always get the child out of trouble. Yeah. I wish I had a witness over here. Yeah. God will not always deliver the way you think he ought to live. But God promises that I will be with you always. We read the scripture. The scripture says when you go through the water, yeah. but the water won't drown you. Yeah. You will go through the fire, but the fire won't burn you. God didn't get Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego out of the fiery furnace. They said, they said, oh king, we are not scared to talk to you about this matter. For the God we serve is able. But if not, we still would not bow down to any other God. And Nebuchadnezzar with his wicked, evil, lip-wristed, wife-controlled self threw them in the midst of the burning fiery furnace and sat on his throne and thought that they had been instantly incinerated. Because the men who threw them in burned themselves up in the fire. Nebuchadnezzar then calls his counselors, walking through the book with me, and says, didn't we throw three? Bound in the fire? The counselors said, yes, O king. Nebuchadnezzar said, well, I see four loose walking around in the fire. God may not get you out of your fiery furnace. He may just get in there with you. God didn't get Daniel out of the lion's den. He just got in the den with Daniel. Is there anybody here that's been through your own fiery trial? Won't he show up? He's been with his presence. Oh, can I get a witness of it here? Won't God show up with you in the midst of a bad situation and make you sit down and relax yourself in a bad situation when other people think you ought to be losing your mind and committing suicide, but you got peace that's a passing? Oh, And when God shows up, Realize this is what happens to you. Check this out. You know what I'm talking about, Realize. He assures you that weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are confident because he has showed up. You are confident that the Lord is my life and 
my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Can I walk through the book a little bit? Oh, help me, Lord. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemy and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. God said, told Joshua, tell him, contemplate my power. He told him, contemplate my presence in your life. And then, contemplate his provision. Contemplate his provision. I'm trying to close this thing, D. Yeah, go ahead. Trying to close this Samaritan presentation. Go ahead, go ahead. Let me run this by you one more time. All right. I said that God is a provider. Uh, Y'all ain't heard that. I'll sit inside the church. Someone will hear me here. God is a provider. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. God is a provider. God is a very present help in the time of trouble. Just when you need it provided, it will show up. God may not come, not come when you warn him. But just when you need him, he'll show up as a provider. I'm loving this day, excuse me. Not all of what I just said is, not all of what I just said, excuse me, is in verse, Sister Frederick, verses 1 through 13. But in verses 14 and 15 is what I'm trying to get to right now. As for me, in my house. Yeah. Help me, help your child preach over there. Yeah. When I read the text, yeah. as I was reading this thing, my spiritual antenna went up. When I read the text in Joshua, where he has been talking with them for 23 chapters and 13 verses about cities of refuge. Read the book in your own time when you go home. About God saying, whenever your feet will pass, I will give you good success. I'm loving this day. As I was with Moses, so also will I be with you. And as Joshua heard that and says that, he divides the land into allotments. And every tribe, except the tribe of Ephraim and Manasseh, has gotten their allotments in the promised land. I know in the book. And they have run out every enemy in the land. Yeah. At Jericho, God gave them victory. At Ai, they stumbled a little bit in Ai, but God still provided for them. Yeah. God made a way for them at every turn. Yeah. Every enemy that came against them, the Moabites, the Canaanites, the Jebusites, the Hittites, the Hivites, every ite that kind of rose up that you think and think of came against them. God was victorious against all of them. And now Joshua is now old. Since Tom, any? Joshua is now old and full of years. And he's getting ready to go to sleep with the forefathers. So he gathers them with their officers and with their elders and with their elders and their captain. Everybody's assembled in the valley of Shechem. He said, all I told you from chapter 1 until the 13th verse of chapter 24, if you do what I say, you will have good success. But he said, now listen, 
You don't have to do it. You can serve the gods that your father served on the other side of the flood. Uh -huh. yeah. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can serve the gods that your fathers worshipped in Egypt. Or you can serve the gods of the Amorites whose land you now dwell in. But as for me, as for me, Joshua said, at my house, we will serve the Lord. Let me see, can I unpack these things, D? Right quick for y'all. You can't give your children too many choices. Amen. You can't let your children decide if they're going to go to Sunday school or not. The devil is alive. Amen. Or what? Amen. I remember asking one time, do I have to go to Sunday school today? That was the last time I asked that question. Amen. <laughs> Young man, if you're not going to go to Sunday school today, what in the H-E double hockey sticks you want to do? Uh -huh. <laughs> what you want to do? And don't you tell me what, no, because you want to go do one thing on Sunday, son. Yes, sir. That's church. And anything else you do, you better be very careful that God don't show up and you'll be sorry. Good yeah. But see, that's old school. Yeah. That's when parents weren't afraid to tell their kids anything. Yeah. Yeah. As for me and my house, we will. We will. Serve the Lord. Y'all with me? You don't let them decide they come to church. There's not a choice but to come to church. We let them decide what to wear, what to eat, when to go to bed. Now, see, y'all were shouting before. Now, y'all got real quiet. Y'all talking about Some things they don't, they're not old enough to make decisions for. And I'm using them because that's a real easy example illustration. But we do things ourselves that we should not do that we were not raised to do. And nowadays, the reason why children argue with us because they don't want you to tell them what you say. They want to show you the tough say, do what I do, not what I say. Here's what I'm telling you, because it's really important to get the family that serves God is God is at the forefront. God is at the forefront because you don't want the devil because you let lacks on something else. The devil looks, he's like a predator. He's a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And when I say that, if you watch Animal Kingdom, you need to go home and watch it. The, ad, the lion is stalking a whole prey of deer. He ain't going for the strongest deer in the front. He's looking for the one that gets left behind the pack. And that's the one that gets taken out. That's like a weak link in your family. He will, devil will slip in through that weak link. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Prayers of focal prime. If that's not a cliche, the family that prays together. Can I get a witness in? You got to teach them their prayer. Can I get a witness on here? I can't drop. I can't drop my grandson from school unless I don't let me act like I forgot to pray. Why? Because that's what I do. And if I act like I forget, he's now accustomed. It's better let him get accustomed to praying as God honors that. Don't mean he can walk the rest of his 
don't have to choose, make choices on what to do. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That means that I'm not driving and God is my co-pilot. If that's what you're doing, you need to give God the steering wheel. Can I get a witness up in heaven? Because you are not supposed to be driving anywhere. I don't understand that bumper sticker, but that bumper sticker was printed in hell. A Christian didn't print that one. What you said? God is the co-pilot. God is not the co-pilot. So I'm saying that all of what I'm saying to you is this. And I'm trying to get up out of here, but it got kind of good to me. It got good to me, and I felt my helper. Yeah. But Reverend Cook, mm -hmm. as I look back over my life, yeah. and I begin to wonder, mm -hmm. since the morning as I look back, uh -huh. I say God has been better to me, Reverend Love, than uh -huh. I've been to myself. Yeah. It's not because I did so good on my own. Right. Why he blessed me the way he blessed me. It's because I adopted some of his principles along the way.
healed. Yeah. So, you know, Pastor Clark, I had to go and exegete and dissect the text. And I know what the preacher was talking about after I studied the word. The hill is that rock called Jesus. Yeah. The Bible says that he is the only one. It says that what a
let us stand to our feet as we give the invitation to discipleship through the doors of the church. Maybe some of them do, do not know the Lord as their personal Savior. Get in the sanctuary on Facebook or on the phone line. You don't know the Lord as your personal Savior. Now is the accepted time. Now is the salvation. When you hear the Lord turn that Holy Spirit, turn at your heart. Harden not your heart, let him in. God said, Allow me to come in. All you have to do is allow me to come in wherever you are. I'll put you in my family. I make you sons and daughters. If you add to the promises of God. If you know the Lord as your personal savior, if you have backslid, you have not been doing what God asked you to do. God said, That's okay. I'm back to the backsliding. He said that. Come on back to me. He said, We dedicate your life to me. Said that I'll make you part of my family once again. If you're looking for a church home, you don't have a church home, and we ask that you just consider joining us at this place. Place where we're part of the family is as Because guess what? There's no perfect people in the kingdom of God. The church is the Holy Ghost hospital. The sick people are here to come and get well. Is there one on the side of my voice today? Is there one? Touching in our spirit and agreeing, right? Amen. 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 Remember, last time, down please. Remember, uh, also. Okay. My prayer is that God have His way in Pastor Jenkins' life and, and, and Dr. Jenkins' life, both of their lives, on the battlefield for the Lord. Amen. He knows the Lord. He knows how God does stuff. Right? But guess what? And God gonna hurt a few God's people praying also. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. And we're gonna pray. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, point your hands high this way. We thank you right now for this opportunity to come before you. Father God, we've asked you for so many things. We have done so many things against your will. Yes. We ask, first of all, you create us a clean heart, renew us the right spirit. Yes. And then when you've done that, oh God, we ask you for a fresh anointing. One fillings up from the soul of our feast, the crowns of our head. Yes. Father God, we're not even worthy to call upon your name, but we 
remind you, Father, that we are covered by the blood yes. of your Son, Jesus. Yes. And because of that, you say you will look beyond our faults yes. and meet us at our need. Yes. You said, Father God, you would take our sins and throw them as far as the east is to the west. Yes. Into the seat of forgetfulness. So right now, Father God, have your way right now. In Dr. Jenkins' life. Yes, Father yes, God, move by your mighty hand right now. Yes, Father God, we know that you can do all things and you do all things well. Yes, we don't ask you, oh God, to do it for our sake. But we ask you to do it for your name's sake. So we can tell the word at world and proclaim of what a mighty God we serve. Father God, as your people, as we stand in agreement here, oh God. Father God, some of them might be in the same situation or worse. Right now, we ask that you just bless them also. Yes. Father God, because we know that you're still in the blessing business and your storehouse is yet to run out of miracles. Yes. So, Father God, by the position that you have placed me in, by the power that you invested in this earthly vessel, I ask, oh Father God, to move by your spirit in the life of your servant and the life of your people all under the sound of my voice. Have your way, Father God. Bless them, their goings in and their coming in. Father God, you said by your stripes we are healed. Father God, you are a bomb in Gilead. Father God, we know that you got more medicine in the hem of your garment than any pharmacy can dispense. But Father God, don't do it for our sake. Do it for your name's sake. Lest they say we serve a dead God. We know that you are alive. We know that you're still in the healing business. Give each and every one of the sound of my voice and Dr. Jenkins peace that surpasses all understanding. Give them peace within their spirit. Let the pain be removed right now. Let the body be regenerated right now. In the name of Jesus. Father God, did you destroy some of things? Oh, we'll be so careful. Yes. We won't wait till the storm passes. Yes. We won't wait till the rain stop raining yes. or the lightning stop flashing. Yes. We'll bless you in the middle of our stuff. Yes. So give us a spirit of thankfulness yes. right now. In Jesus' precious name we pray. And all the love of the Lord say amen. 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 And amen. Put your hands on God a hand for you. Thank you so much for your time. You're getting ready to go. Because y'all ready to make our blessings, right? Thank you. It's been in my spirit to do that. I need to learn to follow my spirit to do it. Amen. I ain't going to be being disobedient. So I'm just not living for me. I'm living for all the rest of you. So God said, do it. We did it. Now it's up to God to do his thing. Which we know he's doing anyway, right? Yes, Amen. 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 Let us bless the food. I'm going to bless the food. Then we'll do the benediction. Father God, bless the food that has been prepared for thy bounty. Bless the hands that have provided it and the hands that have prepared. Let this food only do nourishment to our bodies, oh Father God. And as we sit down and eat together, let us come closer together. If you do this real simple thing for us, oh Father God, we be thankful right now to give you, give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. I want to thank everyone that had a part in making this a part. From Sister Morrison and her people that worked along with her, James and the culinary um, um, people, uh, the deacons that jumped in, all of you that played your part, fixed up, uh, gave a donation or brought the food. We want to thank you. Amen? Amen. 
Yeah. We thank you, sir. We just want us to have a good time, sit down. We thank God he kept us through this new some pestilence called COVID, and we're going to be just all right. Amen? Amen. 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 God bless. Bless to the Lord be dismissed. Let, let the church say Jesus Christ and the love of God and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest room and abide with us both now and forevermore and let the church say God has spoken oh well let the church